evening. How are we evening all? all? All good, all good. We are obviously joined tonight by Mike from Legion AFC. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Up top. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's everyone's week been? Yeah, not so bad, mate. Great I always find this. I always find this start bit a little bit weird because we've just been having a chat and then we've got to have a chat again. Yeah. Re rewind, rewind. <laughs> uh, hi, guys in the chat. We've got Rage, James. Feel free if anyone's got any questions for Mike. We've obviously uh, got a few prepared already, but uh, feel free to whack some in the chat as well. I'll then um, pick up on those. Evening, Reese. Uh, beat those in. Here they come. Here they all come now. They're all coming thick and fast, thick and fast. <laughs> How's the decorating game, Mr. Fraser? All right? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I've um I've now got two rooms that are usable, so both my bedroom and the bathroom. Um so we're getting there. So hello Mike, you've just moved house as well, haven't you? So I guess you've got a, a fair bit to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um luckily uh we got someone that comes in and does it for us, so it's not so. I don't have to oh, do it nice. myself. But, <laughs> yeah, that's but, a touch. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, yes, but it's been absolutely chaos. I mean, we've just moved out, and I'm in the process of coming uh, Wednesday. I've got to hand over the keys to my company's, my other, not Legion, my other company's uh, so, um, office because we've just taken over a new trading center for them. So it's been um, it's been absolutely manic the last few weeks. Looking forward busy. to having Sunday off. Yeah, turning my phone off on Sunday. That's it. Like, That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet time for Mike. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a day of nothing. Nice. Sounds good. Well, gents, shall we, uh, shall we crack on it? Yeah, let's crack on, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we've got Mike along from Legion tonight, guys, um, who's going to be answering a lot of uh, very high-brow executive questions for us regarding all things Milsim aspect and... Uh, planning and procedures and execution of events that have been so well received over the last few years that Legion have been doing them. So, um, but I mean, obviously we've got the man here. So Mike, if you don't mind, mate, just a bit of background on you, you know, where you come from, from obviously serving and then sort of branching out into, into like running your own airsoft company, if you don't mind, that'd be great. Great to start on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was in the, uh, forces, uh, reserve, a little bit of regular, service um deployed to iraq a couple of times out to afghanistan and then um i uh i sort of finished back the plan was um to transfer over to the, uh, the regulars for a long period um the wife decided that was not a good idea when i came back from afghanistan after uh the uh energetic tour we had out there so um, I transferred back Ooh. to reserves, took a couple of years off on extended leave. And then um, basically 2012 sort of got told to have my kit in because I hadn't been there for a while. So, um, which was about the same time as I um, went and played my first ever game of Airsoft. And um, yeah, gave all my kit away. And then about a month later, realized oh, I've probably fucking knew all that now. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. I actually was really anti-Airsoft. As a uh, as a squaddy, um, fair play, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I, I, for, I just, for obvious reasons, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, for obvious reasons, I don't need to say. Um, and then uh, yeah, I went to went to our sort of first event, um, which was just a skirmish down at Chobham, and um, 
yeah, actually realised not everyone's an absolute bell end that plays. So um, <laughs> I actually enjoyed it. It's good fun. So here we are. And then um, yeah, in terms of the events, I set up um, uh, I set up a YouTube channel called uh, Temporary Airsoft for um, mainly because I enjoy video editing really and sort of like playing with the kit and stuff. Um, Simon, my the other half of um, Legion. He owns Sierra Alpha Supply, so he's got surplus and stuff. So he was like, you know, do you want to do, do you want to do a gun review for us and and some kit reviews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So started off with that really, and then um, just got more and more involved, and then um, ran a, an event for um, Ambush Adventures at Longmore, um, and that was that was really the start of sort of wanting to get into the events, and then I used to help. So Simon used to do training. Um, he's done some film extra work, and one of the, one of the one of our uh, DSs, Jim, he's done some film extra work, and he's ex-military and he's done some tactical training stuff as well. So they used to do training days for airsofters at uh, a, a site in Aldershot. I forget I forget what the name of it is now, but um, depot, so I used to help out on that. Um, no, it wasn't the really? depot. Uh, uh, the billet, I think it was the billet. The billet down yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Oh, cool. So he's help out there a little bit, and then um, started te- doing some teaching for diff- you know on the training days. I'd, I'd run little elements um, on there, and then we just me and Simon basically said, look, let's let's set up a company and run some events, and then um, yeah, from that sort of legion was born basically, and uh, it's been it's been um, sunshine and rainbows ever since. I expect it has, yeah. <laughs> is that so through gritted teeth, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nice, man. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so well, it's... So, um, was Milsim something always yours the one to get into rather than just like airsoft events in general? I didn't know Milsim was a thing um, until... So I booked onto an event at Longmore with um, a buddy of mine and we didn't realize it was it was um airborne airsoft event we didn't realize it was a milsim um we we turned up thinking it was going to be like a skirmish day so Am- ambush used to run uh i mean they called it a sort of milsim but it was more of more of sort of skirmishy at longmore really we thought it was going to be like that we turned up we got separated pretty much instantly we didn't have any radio kit or anything and i i basically spent the fucking day on my own <laughs> i really know mates but i got to meet some guys one, uh, one of which is you know quite a uh, jay's quite a good friend of mine now and um i think we were massively outnumbered as well it was like i think there was 14 of us on the on the rebel insurgency forces and there was like 50 nato and I was like, fuck it, let's, let's fucking have it, you know. And um, it was a really good day. I mean, it's probably the first time I'd, ne- I'd been to Longmore and never actually seen the village. Um, we just spent the whole day trying to fight out of the woods. Um, and that was that was when I sort of first heard the term Milsim in Airsoft. I think I'd only been playing about eight months at that point, maybe a year max. Um, and at that and point, Mike, did you actually... At that point, the eight months into your airsofting, had you actually bought back all the kit that you had to give give back to, yeah. the, to the army? Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> did you find up, mate. You know, like, um, in, a, yeah. in a surface store with your zap number yeah. on, thinking, "Fucking hell, that was mine. God, I could just take that." <laughs> <right?" laughs> so you know that cop vest I gave you? Uh, do you still need it? 
<laughs> yeah, but I pretty much bought everything. I gave away, uh, bought it all back. And I, I always remember um, someone saying to me, oh, welcome to the money pit. And it, it's so true. You, just, mm. you, can get, you can get caught up in such a rabbit hole of um, spending money on, on kits. It's, it's it is really needed. Um, it just, you know, it depends what sort of event you're at. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely affects the wallet. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. How yeah. far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> all the way, mate, all the way. <laughs> Uh, just look at the comments. Uh, Tom Bowers jumped in. I enjoyed those early AA Mill Sims. I avoid Mill Sims. It's too sweaty for me, a bit too try hard. <laughs> so, Tom. Tom. Yeah. I know Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think it, it, different people like different things, don't they? It's like our events. We, you know, we don't, we don't please everyone. Um, yeah. We quite often get good feedback from. A large proportion of players but you know you can't please everyone you never can um you no, know you it'd, like, make it, it'd make it boring wouldn't it if you, you know what i mean yeah yeah it's, it's you know i mean some of our events we've had um i think our biggest event we had 180 players at so i mean if you can if you can get 180 players without a single complaint you can fucking mm. let me know what the magic pill is but in a lot of them, a lot of the complaints sometimes you might get, it could be someone who's not maybe perhaps put as much into the game as they wanted to, to then get the much out, the most out of it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. all well and good standing about bitching. It's like, well, what did you actually try and do during the event to make it better for yourself if you've got this complaint? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Which you have fair, most, most of the complaints we sort of have aren't really compl- We don't sort of take as complaints. We most of most of the time it's constructive, constructive mm. feedback. Really, yeah, yeah. guys that will be like. Oh, you know, we did this, but you know, this this ended up, in, and then we'll sort of go back and look at that, and we're like, well, actually, yeah, that that could have been done a little bit better. Let, let's sort of, you know, next if we do that scenario again, let's mm. switch it around. Um, the battle sins are a little bit different because they're just absolute fucking carnage half the time. Um, <laughs> but you know, quite well, a lot of people that turn up to those events <laughs> know it's just going to be carnage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean in terms of like because your events might like something that i've noticed when i go to yours rather than sort of other people's is that there's a lot of pre-planning stuff um that you sort of see you know there's there's things that you're obviously issuing like documents and stuff like that it kind of makes you obviously feel like you're part of the event well before you actually get there like mm-hmm. so like give us a rough idea like when like the planning process starts and kind of the, the rough sort of timeline between that and Finishing a meal sim, for example. Um, so the planning, the initial planning doesn't really. There's no real sort of start start date for an event. So most most of the scenario, I, I write I write most of the scenarios for our events, and then the way it normally works is I write most of the scenarios. I go to Simon, and then we look at it together. Say because quite often, sometimes I get carried away, and I'm like, let's let's fucking do this. Let's send the guys on like. 20k insurgent tab and he's like mate they can't do that um the thing we did at um bramley <laughs> that i really killed a couple of people on that that was two k's 2k insurgent tab um and there was a couple of people that sort of flaked you know fair play <laughs> no one actually dropped out on that but you know it's Come I get quite carried away sometimes so <laughs> yeah yeah so um we'll we'll um <sighs> 
and most of the scenarios that I sort of write are based on either things I've experienced through my deployments or things that have happened that I know have happened, um, mm. not just stuff I've read in the book. Like uh, quite often when you're deployed, you'll get um, you'll get sort of reports that on incidents that have happened in the AO. Not so much. Well, when I was in Afghan, not so much there because it was a lot more kinetic. It was more of a war, war fighting role. So you get stuff that happened in your immediate AO. But certainly when I was out in Iraq, because it was a, a lot slower paced, um, we'd get incident reports. So you'd, you'd hear ev everything that happened in the incident. So most of the scenarios are based around the starting point is based around something that I've either experienced myself or something that's. Um, that's happened where I've been sort of thing or wow. something that someone in my unit has, has experienced mm. with them. Um, so that the, I say that the actual initial plan for an event never really, there's no real sort of start point. There's loads of stuff that's always sort of churning away. Yeah. You can sort uh, of go when through we, the memory and pull something yeah, out. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. And then when we get a date, we'll, um, we've already got those sorts of things rolling really. Right. And then it's just putting it down putting it down a paper we just literally sort of type it out and then all the sort of joining instructions and stuff i'm my my um background outside of the uh airsoft world is in the security and surveillance world and uh, and operationally deployed on that sort of work uh as well as training so i'm used to uh sending a lot of information out or receiving a lot of information prior to a deployment mm -hmm. but that sort of thing so where the documents we 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 set the sums from that idea and then um it's more then it's just a case of just trying to like you say just make guys feel like they're actually um part of the part of the event or actually try and get guys immersed into that role um yeah definitely you know, that's a massive part of it the, the goal of that sort of exactly and the, the goal of that sort of pre-deployment stuff is that for the event is um is some <laughs> We kind of want guys turning up to already sort of be have that sort of thing that those cogs turning, so that they're already mm, in that mm. mindset that okay, this this sort of thing we need to do, this sort of thing we need to play, um, and then it just sort of progresses from there really, and we just we just fire things back and forth uh, between me and Simon for for planning, and then um, basically prior to the event, our DS will get sort of briefings on. You know, if there's if there's something specific that you know specific scenario we're going to set up or anything like that, um, the mill sims are we don't point they're not point based events. We they are sort of scripted. There's no winners or losers. They're more of um, for us. We like to think of them as more of an experience rather than yeah a competitive game. For sure, yeah. I mean, I've tried a couple um, of point system things as well, and sometimes it's been a bit of a struggle. And like for me personally, I try and take out an event, certain pockets of the event where, like, yeah. like for me and my team, like we, that was wicked. We've done that really well. Yeah. That not so good. That was really good. And you, you end up taking away a lot more good points than you do the bad points in the event where you've sort of fucked up or something like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Sort of one in a, in a round think, of that kind of way. <clears throat> yeah. I think the thing with a points based event is um, so we do points based events for the Battle Sims. Um, with a point based event, you've really got to let the air sort you've really got that got to let the players um make all the decisions themselves mm. i think it's difficult to it's difficult to so on our on our battle sims we have um two ds team commanders 
And those commanders aren't given anything about the event. So they're basically treated as players. They don't get included in any of the pre-event briefs. They don't get any of the um, any of the other teams' missions. It's not like we have a table of all the DS and we give all the missions out and then two of them go off and command a team. It doesn't work like that. They Basically, the two DS that are commanding a team, they get their own brief for their team. That's it. They don't see the other team's stuff like the other DS do. Um, and that's the only way you can really do that. And, and then it does that, essentially come allows... down to decision making, then, doesn't it? For both, for yeah, both it does. Yeah. Sort of thing. And yeah. both DSs are basically players <clears throat> that, that you know they're not included in the event planning stage, other than administrative tasks. So, you know, they might be briefed up on like Longmore, for example, is a pain in the ass to get cars in. So, obviously, we'll include them in that part. But in terms of the actual gameplay, you know, they're not included in any of that aspect. And you know, for a points based game, that works because you because essentially they're players. They've got that little, uh, the two guys we sort of mainly used for those, although we're thinking we're going to try switching that over to just player-led teams now. Um, You know, they're both ex-military, so they've got got experience commanding teams and doing that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. it makes it a little bit better for the the actual players. But you can't run a points-based team, uh, 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 points-based events, and then have your staff dictating the event. Because yeah, 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 you're, you're essentially just deciding who's going to win. And yeah, you're, you're creating points opportunities, and sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then you're going to get the whole. Well, he knew the storyline, so um, you know, obviously yeah. they're going to win that battle. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to create a headache for yourself. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, fair so, point. It's good though because then Intel why, actually means yeah, something we said, as well, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, like when you exactly. when you feed back something, um, actually part of it plays a part. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's why we from early, straight away from our from the uh, for the Milton stuff, we said, look, no points on this. There's no winners or losers. We don't even declare. Uh, we do a debrief at the end of the event, um, but we don't even de- we don't declare a winner after the Milton. Mm. The, you know, we and we've had players. And that's what I mean. Like, you you, know, you, you take away from the event. Not, I, I mean, I've come from away. From, you take away from the event what you what you want for your team, didn't you? Really. So I mean, you you know in yourself have you. Balls up, or whatever. Yeah, you, oh, that was gleaming. That was pucker. I loved all that bit. And do you know what I mean? Then, and that's it's all sort of each to their own, then, isn't it? And then you sort of moves on to the next scenario for the next one, which is cool. Exactly. Yeah. Which is uh, that was good. Yeah. Was it Gladius Two? Mike? Was it? Was um for our? Was it that recon patrol we done with um? Yes. Ah, uh, was it like Delta Two Zero? Was it or Alpha Two Zero? One One Three. Whatever it was. And we done that recon patrol when. We had the um, infrared lights coming up the boundary fence, and I was at rear guard. And I was just laying there, and it was literally—I don't know—I think the Marines were training in the other, you know, the ground um, opposite to the long oh, compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was laid up in the bracket in the wood block, and then mm. uh, I was at the back of our section uh, with my friend Dan, and we just saw yeah. like eight tiny little red dots just patrolling up the side of this fence line, like equal distance apart between each red dot. And I was laying there saying, "Yeah, like." Do we do we fucking shoot them or what? And I was like, he's like, I don't know. I was just like, just lay still, just fucking lay still, just don't move. Like, yeah, no, they, I, think, they went, I think it was. Um, Gladius. I think it was the same event where they got I lit up was, in the village. Yeah, I think I think that was three. Gladius. Three, oh, was it three? Was it? Sorry, I my, think it was three. Brain, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were um, <laughs> they were raw marine, raw marine reserves, and they were based out of the SF base, and they were supposed to be going straight out into the skid pan. And round, mm. so they weren't supposed to come through the village at all. They were doing a navex, 
uh, a night Navex. <laughs> Clearly and, not very um, well. <laughs> I got, I got, a, we got a message that someone in in multicam had basically triggered um, a, a remote debt on a tripwire, and it just mm. kept walking. We were like, "What?" And the, and the guy was. We thought that the initial message was someone was cheating and not taking a hit, but and then they were like, oh, "I think he was a marine." We were like, what? "Huh?" <laughs> and then, um, like, "Fucking hell!" So, but I went down to speak to the marines, and I, and I said, to, um, "I spoke to their sergeant major." I said, "Look, I said uh, we've got an event running, and uh, you you guys are wearing what well, one of the teams are wearing. You know, you can't stroll through the village. We've we've rented the village." Obviously, I know you, you know you guys are here training. I completely respect that, but from a safety point of view, you know, because they didn't have any glasses on no the I, my, Oh, I said to him, "Have you guys got safety glasses?" He goes, "No, nah, they're only recruits. They don't get issued them yet." <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking hell. so I had to explain to him the the lethality, the lethality of airsoft guns. Yes. And he's sort of looking at me like some sort of chump. <laughs> he's like, what? I said, honestly, if one of you guys gets hit in the eye, it's going to create a lot of paperwork for everyone. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. Oh, and, it, yeah. and to be fair, he went, oh, do you know what? He said, would it be easier if we just cancelled it? I said, no, just, just, you have to cancel it, but if you go that way. Just take you know, a white birth. <laughs> yeah, and he went, do you know what? For, for, to, you know, and then to be fair, he turned around and he said, um, he said, I know you guys, it costs you sort of civvy companies a lot of money to rent this place. So to be fair, you know, we'll, we'll cancel it. And he, they basically shit canned it for the night. And then the next morning we had, um, we had some sort of attack going and we had the blank firing 50 and the 240. Mm. And um, when I spoke to them the next day, they were like, what the fuck was that you were using? <laughs> they were like amazed. <laughs> they thought it was amazing. Yeah, that does make the <laughs> really excited when that when yeah. that fires up. It's the, when I first heard it, I was just like, "What the?" Fuck? I was inside one of the billets in the main mob, and I came out. I was yeah. like, what? what is that? What's up with one of them? <laughs> yeah, I think they thought the um, two thought forty was just a normal, um, just a normal blank firing two forty, mm. and then but then obviously when the fifty cow rocked up, um, they were. Um, it's a different beast. I'm a bit surprised by that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I man packed that across the village for for um, an attack. Uh, one of the last events, I think it was. That was a pain in the ass carrying that 50 around. <laughs> Trying to get it set up in a window for an ambush. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. There's some gas bottles. <laughs> let's um, let's just was. go into the chat for a sec with some questions because there's loads of stuff coming in. Uh, so we've had one from James C. Will Mike resume running the YouTube channel? No. Uh, short and sweet, go. like it. Next. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I um, I love video editing, um, and I've got so much somewhere. I've got loads of unedited footage that I kind of said if I got the time to do it, I'd I'd um, I'd go back and sort of revisit it, but. I just don't have, don't have the time to sit there and um, and edit the videos. It takes so long to bloody do it. Um, That's a shame because I, I was just about to say I'm really shit at it, so I was going to send you a load of stuff to do for me, but you've got the time <laughs> for yourself. So. You said it to me. I'm not sure it'll get done. <laughs> but yeah, that the it's yeah highly unlikely that the um, YouTube channel will be coming back. Right, That's That's a shame, but obviously busy man. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hill says, how important is it to have an amazing team helping with the smooth running of the events? Um, it's pretty important. We've got one guy on our team, 
who, funny enough, is called Sam Hill. He's a bit of a shit cunt, but um, he's uh, you know he's all right. <laughs> he turns up sometimes. Again, yeah. <laughs> it is important, actually. We have got a really good team. Um, we've got a good good team of guys um, who, you know, they everyone gets a bit tired towards the end of a mill sim. And when me and me and Cy get a bit shouty or bickery or moody, <laughs> they just like realize, yeah, right. but they, and they get on with it. So we, we've got a really good team. You know, they put up with us. So yeah, Sam says love, love you, you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Sam. Uh, Sam Cousins guy. says, uh, "Good to see Mike still not sorted his mop out. Love you, big guy. It's a bit of bit of love yeah, for that. the hair." Yeah, Alistair that. also says, "Covid hair strikes back." Covid hair strikes back. <laughs> Charming. That's why I let Mrs. Uh, loose with the clippers on my hair. I, I, I trimmed the uh, I trimmed the sides the other day because it was I, was I look like Mel Gibson out of Lethal Weapon. I should keep it going, mate. I should see how I can get it. Boof. Fucking horrendous. <laughs> Full booth on for the next event. Yeah. <laughs> I want me to get my cap uh, on. <laughs> Harry Badger says, uh, having never played Milson but want to, what would be the example? Uh, sorry, what would be an example of scoring points? That for me? Um, yeah, it's all for you, mate. It's all for you. Yeah. So yeah, um, other organisers do. Yeah. Do... <laughs> this is yeah. fucking wicked. This is. We should do it's this. Like, Why we do this weekly? Um, yeah, other event organisers for their milsims will do a points-based event. So um, it'd be, for example, a mission um, attack the fob. Um, if you take that fob, you'll get fifty points, which is what we do on our our. Battle sims are sort of below mill sim. We we sort of tout our battle sims as a halfway between a skirmish and a um, uh, a mill sim. So, uh, uh, we do point scoring there, so it'd be like you know um, retrieve the ammo crates from the downed helicopter before the other forces get there. For every box you get, you'll get five points. Right, Missions right. like that, basically. And then at the end of the uh, at the end of the event, whoever's got the most points wins, basically. Fair play. It's noisy. Uh, Sounds Alistair. like Chinese yeah, getting unwrapped yeah. to me. Can you hear my wife <laughs> rustling twiglet packets in the background? Oh, I was about to say, is it a takeaway? I thought it was a takeaway being unwrapped. I was like, yeah, come on, what is it? <laughs> so Alistair says, uh, with night games, how do you stop players just crashing out? Oh, with great yeah. fucking difficulty. Yeah. Let me let me in on that secret, won't you? you yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Night events is... The nighttime of an event is the biggest bane of running a, a, a long event. It's um, it's the most difficult part because generally what tends to happen is um, so I give I give you an example. We've had events where we've we schedule in downtime and players will get it's like Saturday afternoon. It's two o'clock and a team's scheduled for um, downtime, but they've only been playing since ten o'clock that morning. They're like, guys. Right, Give it, and it happens every time. They'll come to us and say, "We're not tired. Give us a mission." I'm like, you, your next lot of downtime is not till first light tomorrow morning. Like, take the rest. No, no, no. no. We want a mission. We want a mission. We want a mission. Oh. So, all right, <laughs> you know, we don't add stuff in. There's always extra bits that we can rotate teams through. 
Mm-hmm. So um, we never just sort of make up shit on the fly just to give a team something to do sort of thing. Um, so if we can, we work. All right, okay, if you want to do that. And then what happened, tends to happen is that night, they basically, uh, um, they flake out. Uh, or, you know, we'll say to them, don't go and, uh, there's no missions for you, go and, go and take your downtime. And then they don't. And then they sit there chin wagging. They don't get some sleep, and then that night mm. they get all tired and moody. Um, so yeah, the, the 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 nighttime stuff's a fucking pain in the ass. Um, yeah, but it is where some of the best best sort of stuff tend, can happen because of obviously the element of darkness and stuff like that. So um, we've it's one of those things that's it's never ending, never ending battle with with uh, airsoft as it seems and staying awake through the night. Exactly, I think we had one. Our- one I think our downtime was at um, the last Gladius event when we was in the SF base, and we were uh, actually we were billeted above the ops room, and um, I think we literally got our heads down for about I think it was about six and a half seven minutes, <laughs> and someone came in the door and said, "No, you got to be QRF. No one else is doing it." I was just like, "What? <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. get up, everyone." Um, <laughs> and I think uh, I think part of that problem is players think they're going to miss out if they take a break during the day. They think they're going to miss out on something, but we no. we. We 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 write the events so that every team gets shit to do at mm. some point through the event. Um, one of the other issues, and uh, you know, something I'd recommend for everyone is uh, if you come to particularly one of our events, is there is going to be some quiet times because that's how we we like the event to run. Is we like that sort of hour of sitting there thinking, oh fucking, hell, nothing's going to happen, and then complete chaos. When you're least expecting all you're doing the nodding dog. So um <clears throat> yeah, night times is yeah. Alice, that's what a shit question fun? to answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun from an organizational point of view, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> we had uh one event we had a guy come come and complain to us. He said um he said uh uh it was we'd run a bat a night battle sim. So it wasn't uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a 24-hour event, I think. And um, his complaint was it was c- too cold and it was too dark at half past 11 at night. Oh, bless. Did you give him a that big hug? Legit- <laughs> so come with me. Come that with me. His, yeah. That was his legit complaint. Uh, another too guy cold. said that every time he turns to talk. Yeah. Uh, another guy said is um, every time he turned his torch on, he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a legit complaint as well. It was like, yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't did he come up to you with his torch going like, I don't know what it is with his yeah. torch, but every time <laughs> he was genuinely pissed off that every time he turned his torch on, he got he got got shot. It's, um, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I was one of, that was actually one of my questions. What's the weirdest complaint you've ever had? <laughs> Probably those two, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've answered uh, that. Too dark and it's, it's too dark and it's too cold. And every time I turn my torch on at night, I get shot. Um, they're probably the two. <laughs> that needs to be on a t shirt. That does. That. <laughs> that needs to yeah. be on, on your next pack of t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear, that's quality. I love that. <laughs> oh. So what? Go on then. What's what was the worst moment of one of your events? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw throw that one out there. Like what's what's the worst. what's like the thing that you've gone? Oh, I've actually got to sort this out. Like a head in the hands. Oh God, has that just happened? Sort of moment. Um, 
most of the most of the bad stuff that would um cause a major headache has actually been dealt with by our team and then we found out about it later to be fair right. um i said earlier after a joke joke about sam but you know we have got a good good team of guys that aren't afraid to um get stuck in and you know tell guys to wind it in um the I think actually, you know what's probably one of the um, one of the funniest oh, for fuck's sake moments was um, we had the op for at Longmore, and I wanted them to do a fucking war chant on the railway line, and I very specifically told them don't just run up down the railway line afterwards and launch some sort of stupid fucking skirmish attack, you know, do a fucking oorah on the railway line so that. The, uh, the little patrol base can see that there's 60 of you getting ready to assault them and there's only 10 of them in there mm. and then disappear behind the berm so they can't see you coming. And, um, yeah, they did the oorah and then fucking ran down the railway line and straight across the field. Most of them got killed and it was like... <laughs> At the time, I was really pissed off. I was like, really pissed off. <laughs> really pissed off. <laughs> Just standing there thinking, like, what the but fuck did I say? <laughs> Yeah, but then after, yeah, I didn't say it loud enough, obviously. I think <laughs> they got got a bit carried away, as is often the case, mm. believe it or not. I mean, we 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 ran three events where we tried to get a real big riot going and someone just blew their load too quickly on the Op4 team and started fucking shooting <laughs> or someone on the, on the, um, on the blue four team took someone throwing a fucking pebble at them as lethal force. So far back, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it must, I can't imagine, but it must be a fucking ball lake like, get... trying to sort things like that out. <laughs> it, it, it's not so much for boys. Sometimes it's frustrating because we put a lot of time and effort into some scenarios and it's, mm. it's like we want, like there's a particular scenario we've tried to run three times. I'm not, I won't say what it is because we still haven't been able to run it because every time we've tried to run it, the one group, one one force has fucking done something completely different than oh. what they've been instructed to do. Whether that's because they haven't understood it or they just get excited and carried away. And um, and there's a scenario we, I mean, we, and we put a lot of effort into trying to run this scenario, and it's we still haven't been able to do it with three events we've tried, and um, you know, it hasn't, <laughs> hasn't happened yet. But um, and it, it'll probably end up happening, it'll be really shit. It'll be all yeah, that anticipation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the debrief afterwards, yeah, it didn't really go as planned, did it? <laughs> yeah, after all that, yeah, yeah, after all that, it was, uh, it was, it was a real idea, was that. Yeah, I think, but some of the part of the fun and and part of the fun of running the events the way we do is we actually do we do let the stories evolve. So we have some key we we have some key events that we want to happen. So certain ambushes we want guys right. Then we need a patrol to go down this route and take this route at some point through the event. We need this to happen, or you know we need that sort of thing to happen to try and bring on certain parts of the story. Try and bring on certain types of engagements etc etc and part of the fun is um just watching guys try and figure that figure out i mean we had um one of the uh, so we ran an event satorius uh which is more a police-based event and we let the we actually had key players in amongst the civ pop force and 
the sort of blue four force had to um basically figure out who the sort of gang warlords were basically using surveillance oh, okay. tactics patrols intelligence gathering things like that and they never fuck they never figured it out um and they had they got a surveillance picture of one guy every time someone came in the ops room they were like oh that's fucking so and so and not one of them actually said should do we need to raid his house and we let them kind of develop that from our point of view it was like fucking hell guys come that's on it. that sounds similar to the DEA on the one we done wouldn't it like yeah to sort of try and cut the head off the snakes yeah. of the different cartels and find out who their yeah, second yeah, yeah. Their lieutenants were and their captains and, and this that and the other that was cool that was a good event and it was basically yeah. it was essentially it was, left up to you as a team to 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 get your own intel yeah. and sort of and yeah it's and it's sort of very fluid from there, basically. You sort of depending on what route you oh, took. That was a nightmare as well because all the players forgot unfolded. who they were meant to be. Well, this like, is a trouble. They, are, you know, yeah. they had the cartels. They thought all these fucking weird and wonderful flamboyant names. L L Cat yeah. and and they, when you enter a video, oh, I can't remember what my name yeah. is. Well, don't write down at the beginning. I think, oh, yeah. literally, it was about an hour ago, mate. Come on, fucking L. Yeah, and you can't Shit write it down so. because if you get searched and you've got all that information <laughs> on you. <laughs> It's like it's an hour ago. You yeah, saw the form an hour ago. Oh, God. God. <laughs> what's this yeah. here? What's this? <laughs> I'm just going to jump into the chat quickly because uh, Billy Brooks has just said my mate took a kilogram bag of flour to the face at a protest at Longmore. So, hey, yeah. that's a lively one. <laughs> what up? Because I know you guys run the foam bricks took... as well. Like one of the he events. Took it like a chat. I was going to say, the, um, I know we did one of the events at Lid um, with the foam bricks. That was like the first time I saw oh, the riot um, down there. That that to yeah. me, because well, I think we we were checking out like one of the local shops and we were busy looking for sort of oh, supplies. I, I remember you were QRF on that. You were Blue 4, weren't you, on that, Mike? <laughs> and you, were you QRF? You were one of the first no, QRF, we QRF teams that encountered the angry we, mob. No, so we were searching. There was, um, there was one team down the street who were like facing off against the angry mob. Uh, we were in the shop looking for like bomb parts or whatever. We because the shops down at Lid have all the stuff in them. So we're looking behind the shelves, like moving packages of cornflakes yeah. and stuff like that. And all of a sudden QRF came screaming past us, went through the uh the op four uh, the sorry the blue four team in the street and then had to do a U-turn and come straight back the other way because Op Four started throwing bricks and like all sorts of smoke grenades and all sorts yeah. of and then everyone yeah, got yeah, wiped um, out. Like the entire was that the event? I think, yeah. I think Kettles was at that one because he said about yeah. the foam bricks. Was, was it a off. bit breezy? Yeah. And, and, and now and again, the brick yeah. was caught in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that? <laughs> we at, at Ripe, there's piles of actual bricks lying around. So, we obviously we created, yeah. So, we created a load of foam bricks that looked kind of similar. And I remember one of the guys was like, <laughs> one of our DS came, <laughs> came back to us and he said when they fucking started throwing the red bricks I think one of the guys on Blue 4 thought the Op 4 had just picked up a load of bricks they'd seen lying around all day and started lobbing started lobbing a load of house bricks that's it yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah one of, one of the guys absolutely shat his pants <laughs> thought he was about to take a brick to the head and obviously it was just a phone one and it bounced off but the awesome thing about that event was um, we had, uh, I can't remember who it was, one of the guys on QRF, he came back in. It was the first QRF who got out to deal with one of the angry, angry mob. And uh, the just, I mean, he looked fucking terrified. And we sort of thought, shit, is there an issue here? And I sort of went out to him and was like, 
I can't remember who it was. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 no, it was fine. And then this big grin came on his face. And he was like, that was the most, that was the most realistic thing I've ever done in my life. And he was <laughs> he was so excited at how fucking scared he was. That's quality. I can't remember That's who quality. it was. It's, I remember uh, when I first, when I came face to face with him, um, he's the, the big, big, big guy I was always up for. The first time I came face oh, to yeah. chest Nick. with him. Yeah. Nick Landers. Uh, absolute gentleman. <laughs> But literally, I turned round and I was just, I just got a face full of chest, and I was just like, "All right, mate." My first, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. My Don't first, me in the face. <laughs> my first experience of Nick Landis was um, at a Milsim, and I was commanding a, a team. I was as commander of one of the forces, and mm. um, I think it was Nick's. But I didn't know him. One of it was one of his first events, and I've got this on film. Actually, I keep saying to him, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna upload the video," and. Um, you see me walk around at Longmore across to where the open sort of area is behind the Sergeant Major's house. And yeah. I see Nick Landis running across the grab field. I think he either had a pistol or a smoke grenade in one hand and a f- massive fucking Excalibur type sword in the other hand. <laughs> and you'd hear me go, yes, you do. what the fuck? Has that guy got a sword? <laughs> and like, ah, across this field. <laughs> I was like, why has he got a fucking sword? <laughs> Who is this dickhead? <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a good guy, oh, mate. Yeah, like sound, mate, sound. And it's they say there's no, I, I, I mean, he, I've been to two or three events, I've been at, to the Gladius events now at Longmore and that, and there's never, never once come across like a little bit of tit for tat on a battle scene, but certainly on the Milsom events, there's never been like crosswords that I've, I've seen. To sort of come across or anything like that. Whether the, whether you as yourself have dealt with had to deal with instances, I don't know. But yeah, they've always been quite pleasant. They've always been quite gentlemanly. From on we've the whole, do you know what I mean? Of, um, yeah, we've had a couple of barnings. Um, generally, in the middle of the night when um, people get sort of tired, uh, yeah. had, we torches had a, get turned on and people get shot. Were... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but generally speaking, the thing is, I normally if I see people. Sort of gobbling off, I'd be like, mate, you're running around the woods with toy guns. Mm. Chill what? out. What? Yeah, like seriously, you're gonna have a fight over a fucking toy gun battle. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> I've got worse you. things in life to get angry about. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we 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 had one guy. He was um, this was at a battle sim, like he was um, threatening people. I think I can't remember the situation now, but he was being a prick. We went over, me and Simon went over to speak to him, and then um, he was. We had reports that he'd threatened someone, and then so we're like, "Fucking hell, okay." So we go down and talk to him again. And as we're walking down to talk to him, we can hear him gobbling off about how he's going. He'll get the boys. He's going to get the boys down or something. And um, <laughs> all the lads, all the lads, <laughs> something like this. And uh, Simon. Siren said to him in the politest possible way, please leave and don't come back. And then, um, which was quite polite for Simon. I was expecting him to say, please fuck <laughs> off and don't come back. But yeah. he was quite polite that day, and um, which was disappointing for me. But then he, um, that guy messaged us back and it's like, oh, two of your marshals banned me from your site, and um, I'm not entirely sure why. <laughs> I was like, mate, it was us, you dickhead. <laughs> I can tell you exactly why if you want. <laughs> oh dear, fair play. So, um, like just just going back to the phone bricks. I mean, that's obviously quite innovative 
um, for an event. I mean, I've not seen that before. What what sort of innovations would you like to see, irrespective of budget and stuff? Because whenever I go to your events, it's always like you know, you've got some new toys. So, I mean, there was either like the, the fifty cal cannon on top of the uh, the Hilux, or you got the foam bricks, or you know, I think at one point there was the uh, like the law or the the sort of the, the end law. Yeah, that's yeah. a real end law. Yeah. That's well, I, I was a... at, um, I think it was at War and Peace when you bought it, actually. When we bought it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Did, I, did I show um, you then? I should, someone came. You did, yeah, because we, like, we, I was just like, just bought. <laughs> you were literally just walking around with it on your shoulder. I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, it's a real end law, obviously decommissioned. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, one of the reasons we introduced the blank firers was because uh, the, the thing Airsoft lacks is noise. The, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. The the noise and even with the small amount of blank firing we have at our events, it you could we can we can you can see from an organizer's point of view, you can see when once the noise picks up how um, how different people start to react. Like we can have a battle going on in the middle of the street. Uh, in fact, there was one with. Um, guys were clearing down here at one of the alleyways in uh, Longmore and then the QRF turned up and as the QRF turned up the op four, the guys on op four that had blank fire has turned up so you ended up with the 50 cal going the 240 going and then the, um, these other blank fires going these pistols from the op four and the noise just went through the roof and it, it was constant mm -hmm. and the what blue four were doing i mean they were they were doing really well and then everything just went to rash it because they couldn't communicate effectively because of the noise so i think if you could just start that's that's one thing i'd like i think i saw a, a while back someone had created a um 240 um launcher uh, uh sorry not 240 launcher a, a 40 mil launcher underslung for, um that was a sound generator or something Something like that would be. I think. I've seen the video on it. Is there's a New Zealand uh, inventor, couple of guys. I think um, so. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it, and it, it actually emits. You can actually select what rifle, depending on what rifle it goes on. You can choose yeah. an AK forty seven yeah. or an M four or, or whatever it could be. You actually choose so, that, and yeah. it's like a fucking amp, and it, it's the size of the. I've seen the video for it. It's a New Zealand guys, but apparently yeah. it's whether it's whether it's sort of stagnated now or not but i haven't heard any more on it but yeah, it's a wicked bit of kit the thing is it's so expensive yeah uh, but, but i mean if you had if you had everybody making that sort of noise the, the, mm. the immersion in the events would just be absolutely fucking amazing but i think that's the For big sure. thing that's why we try and use a lot of pyrotechnic and uh, we allow players to use blank pyros love um, pyro that's why we've got three more in one team <laughs> i'll never forget the time we were attacking the uh, the sand fob uh like literally we, we were camped outside <laughs> yeah, the yeah. gate trying to get in and there was so much like so many mark fives coming over at one point you just came up to us like guys you know you're dead but you're much at this it. point you're not even gonna get healed like just just go. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know literally like milkshakes out here now because i remember cause that's, that's that? the event that, um i, I must be gladius two or three two i was, think um, um but like a mark five uh, come over four. the fob wall and it went into my dump pouch and i'm sitting yeah. here here is and I'm going, what the fuck? Went, oh, fuck. Boom. I was like, oh, I'm proper fucking dead. I am. <laughs> that landed in me Op nearly. <laughs> Op 4 had like, occupied like the sand fob or whatever, um, the animal, whatever it's called. And uh, we were trying to take it back as Blue 4. And it was literally just, there was just like Mark 5 after Mark 5 coming out of this thing. It was just a Oh, mate, yeah. That at night? 
Yeah, it was yes. a night attack. It was, yeah. Was that at night? It was like it was like the end scene of Kingdom of Heaven. There was just blue four bodies piling up yeah. outside the main gates. <laughs> yeah, bodies <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, yeah. There was a lot of tired teddies at that that during that that, that little battle. Um, cool. There's a few people like getting a little bit upset with uh, the amount of horror coming over. No, I loved um, it. If I remember <laughs> rightly, but. <laughs> It's like an apocalypse now moment. I was just kneeling down outside. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Thing is, it's not. It's fucking. We, we um, me and Simon decided to play one of our battle sim events once. We commanded a team each, and I was I was on uh, the green form. We got round. You know where the big skip is by the um, patrol base at Longmore. I was in there, and this tag round came in and took us out. And we have a rule where even if you get killed by a grenade, you still got to bleed out time. So we all hit. The- deck and then another tag round comes in then one bounces off the fucking back plate of the guy next to me and then another one comes in and it was Cy and Jim at the other end down by the graveyard just wanging tag rounds at us because they didn't realise we were dead, they were too far away to see <laughs> we're like, I'm waving my dead rag going, I'm fucking dead and <laughs> <laughs> absolutely mental and they're just like are they mocking us? <laughs> launch another round and um, it does get frustrating. I was getting really pissed off. And then, obviously, then you see the funny side of it. Well, you should see the funny side of it. I mean, um, yeah, we are playing with toy guns, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I asked, I just put in the chat if there's any questions, like, like throw them in and we'll, we can ask them. Um, most people are asking, what's the plans for this year? Um, I'm just going to run through them. Nick Rogers has said, who's... Uh, Les has said, what's the plans this year for Legion? Uh, Billy has said, missed the first 80 minutes. Henry Mills didn't join up. So, Mike, come on, let's, let's answer this one, because this one's a big one for people. Here we go. So we're going to announce nothing. Because... Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, me, I was up there then. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get a date. Um... <laughs> So we've had, we've heard through the grapevine of various rumours that we're we're um, closing down or we've gone bust. Or we had, Cy had someone come into his shop a few months ago that apparently me and Cy had fallen out with the Heresy Group guys. Um, so there's lo- loads of bullshit floating around. We're not going anywhere. We um, we are actively trying to get events uh, dates on MOD sites. We um, we didn't announce this. But at the end of last year, we had a load of events we were going to put on, and we literally got ready to push the button, and the MOD pulled the plug on it last minute. Um, the way it seems to be working at the moment is, and I don't know what the setup is between Landmark and the MOD, but uh, this is just my sort of guess, but I get the impression that um, what we pay to rent a site from Landmark doesn't go to the army. The MOD doesn't see any of that, from what I understand. So they don't they don't care if we don't run it. Third-party event organizers don't run events. So it seems like from our conversations with Landmark that the risk, um, obviously we've a, there's a lockdown at the moment, so there's no events happening. But previously there was a risk of um, PR issues and things like that. So that's why the MOD were pulling the events um, towards the end of last year. So we are trying to get dates. We're... Um, we're trying now to see what we can get, but unfortunately, we are reliant on the MOD basically saying yes or no. Uh, realistically, we think following 
following guidelines from going uh, from the uh, government legislation on the uh, was it the roadmap to recovery, whatever they're calling it now. Yeah, I don't think any big events can really happen until June. Um, as much as any other airsoft company wants to fucking turn around and make out that we're part of some obscure sport, we're not. We're not classed as a sport. Um, we're more aligned with events and, and festivals, I think, personally. Um, you know, That's especially a fair shout, yeah. when you have I'm large, large amount of players, you know. So <clears> I, <throat> I think June's probably when everything's going to get back to full speed. Maybe some smaller events before then, but we are absolutely trying to get some dates. As soon as we have those dates and we can get something in place, we will be announcing those dates. Um, we aren't closing the company we're not um we haven't gone bust we haven't that's always good to hear oh, there's, <laughs> there's so many rumors that we we hear people send me a message but like, oh i've heard i've heard uh i've heard you guys have um you guys don't want to do any more events what the fuck did you hear? I, felt, I think the um heresy group guys uh tim and um richie would i can't remember where it was i think it was early last year i was in a hotel somewhere and um for work and i just happened to go on facebook see they were live streaming and i clicked on it because i had nothing better to do and um thought uh, thought i'll see what see what these guys are chatting about and then um they just happened to be talking about um uh oh no they said sorry they seen that i popped on the chat and then they'd mentioned oh tim said oh i'd love to hear your um your thoughts on why you guys decided to fold, you know, what was the decision behind it? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said that. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, that was, that wasn't planned. I didn't mean to just join just as you said that. But what, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I, th I think, I think, um, yeah, I think they'd been talking about it earlier. Sorry. And I, as I joined, obviously my name had popped up on his mic has joined the live stream. And then oh, right. uh, Tim so basically said, the you know, "I'd love to hear you Yeah, 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 sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Huh?" And then um, I sort of think, "Oh, so we'd say uh, I'd said to a few players um, at one of our events because uh, they'd made a few fuck ups, and um, I was it was more of a sort of bit of banter and a bit of tongue in cheek sort of thing. I, I'd said to them, oh, the way you guys are going, we'll never be running a fucking Milsden ever again.'" And um, I think someone overheard that and took that as gospel, and oh, right. uh, that was it's the rumor that then. went around. So, yeah, it I, went, I it went all the way across the net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, went everywhere. But so, as a follow up to that, because again, loads of people have just jumped to this. So, Charlie says, any thoughts on using big airsoft sites instead of the MOD? And same as Jason. So, I mean, for example, there's obviously uh, the site that uh, they hold um, National Airsoft Festival at, which is a big airsoft site. Um, I mean, have you got any thoughts on maybe not using MOD stuff? So we've we've approached a few sites. We had a couple of sites come to us and say, look, you know, um, we have offered their sites and it's just not worked out. Um, either the site hasn't been suitable for what we want or, um, you know, they've sort of changed their mind last. We've gone down there, said what we want to do. They've said, great. And then we get, get a sort of phone call or an email to say, actually, um, we've got something else come up and we can't mm. accommodate you anymore. Um, part of the issue we find with uh, non-MOD sites is 
pyro restrictions. So quite a lot of these sites have pyro restrictions late at night because they're not MOD training area, they're civvy land. Um, the other issues we come across for quite a few of the sites we've actually looked at so far is um, public rights of way that just go right through the site that we just can't, as a legit company, can't justify, we can't risk assess properly for it because if you've got a public right away going through your airsoft site, um, I, I can't remember, I, I won't name it, I can't remember anyway, but there's a site in particular, I played at it and a um, cyclist came through the middle whilst we were mid, literally mid-battle. Um, so there's, there, there's loads of issues why we haven't gone to a site so far. We're not completely close to the idea. We have looked at other sites. Um, it's just not worked out for either they've just they've pulled the plug and said no, um, the site hasn't been suitable from a gaming point of view for what we'd like to do, or there's too many too many risks. Um, mm -hmm. There was there was a site we ran. Uh, we'd run one game there. I can't remember. Where, I can't remember where it was now. But there was a there was a public right of way right down the outside. There was no barrier. You know, if, if someone was strolling down there, they could just literally walk walk across. Um, and you know, some of these sites that are out there, I have no idea how the um, the event organisers that run them actually get away with their from an insurance point of view and their risk assessments um mm. considering that we fire projectiles i mean i mean on that i mean I, i'm guessing if it's a bit of an established site and obviously there is a public right away i'm i'm sort of going to guess hazard a guess that everyone within sort of like the local community uh, know what happens there know the days it goes on knows mm. you know that you know it's sort of off limits or yeah, but... whether there's any signage about or anything but obviously i know you can't mitigate all risk but i mean whether they put any signage at the throat of each access point to that site yeah. from a public bridleway or walkway yeah whether that's something they've done or, or, or perhaps not you know i mean there's only so much so many yeah, things I mean, you can do isn't there so yeah don't, don't get me wrong there are some sites out there that run regularly that um have those issues and they they accommodate it for you know i'm just talking i'm purely talking about some of the sites that we visited um mm -hmm. and they're like no one no nah, no one ever no one ever goes down that path i'm like but could someone go down that path yeah but no one ever does <laughs> okay well then you know well that's fine then <laughs> i don't want to be responsible for taking out little jimmy's fucking eye while he's on a little uh, he's walking his little puppy that mom's got him for christmas so yeah. um no we're not coming here <laughs> yeah you know and like i say 100 percent. there are sites out there that mitigate for that they put signage up you know um we we, we uh red hill it was actually we ran one event there um and we did the same you know we put netting up we put tape up etc etc we put an exclusion zone up from the players that was far enough away from the public footpath that if one of the players did fire over there towards that direction the round wouldn't hit wouldn't get to the path you know there are 100 percent of the sites out there that do that sort of thing but some are saying some of the sites that we've been to to run battle sims or mill sims out they, they just don't fit for either one of those reasons mm. um well some of them are costs of some of the some of the some sites that we've been to have quoted us more than the MOD sites, which is, um, yeah, uh, which is, uh, you know, and they ain't cheap. So yeah. <laughs> there's a whole host of reasons, but we're not, we're saying we're not closed down completely to um, running events to other sites. We've looked at other sites, it just hasn't worked out. So it is something that, that's, 
on our radar. It, we've just not found the right place yet. Right, right. Okay. Good to know. Um, well, we're coming... One of the kind of points I wanted to ask is, uh, what would you say are the um, five main things that people need to consider before attending like one of your events from a like a new player perspective to Milsim? Um, big the the big one for us is attitude, um, mindset. You know, mindset. It's a regular, yeah, it's a regular mind, occurrence yeah. on this show. Yeah. It's fucking mindset. <laughs> yeah, everything. Oh, you can <laughs> answer any question if you're not sure. Mindset. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you need to. Um, <laughs> you need to. You need to understand what you're what you're actually attending. Um, you know, I mean, we did. <laughs> We did um, a recce-based event, and we had complaints that there wasn't enough. Con you know, we did a recce-based event based on players asking for a recce-based event, and then we had contacts. Uh, uh, co we had guys complaining that there wasn't enough contact contacts in the first <laughs> day of the event. Um, you know, you've got to understand what your you've got to understand the type of event you're going to and what what that sort of event entails um hmm. we like to as i said earlier we like to have those those quiet periods where you know you have that lulling about or you have those two hours where nothing's happening guys you know guys can get some rest and recuperation if you're on stag in a sanger and there's two of you there you don't need to both be awake you one of you can sit in the corner and do a bit of nodding dog for 20 minutes and then swap Absolutely, around yeah. and then if something kicks off you're both there um no one seems to sort of get that so a lot of guys seem to struggle with that so the the mindset is is a big one you need to really sort of turn up and um immerse yourself into into whatever role it is that you've taken on at that event um have your kit squared away guys that rock up with ridiculous kit for a weekend event and then it pisses it down the rain um and all their shit gets soaked and they've got no spare kit. They've got no spare, they've not even got anything in their car. If we let them go back to their car, they won't go through my car. You know, you need to, you need to be a little bit squared away. You should have some, uh, have some dry kit in your car for when the event's finished to get changed. So you don't go down on the drive home. Um, you know, and you need to sort of figure out what sort of kit you need for the actual event, depending on what it is. You know, if it's winter, Bring a bloody jacket, a waterproof jacket. The amount of people that we've had come to events, um, and it's forecast for minus five at night or minus minus something at night, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've just got a, a shirt and a t-shirt." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you need kit, right kit, um, an appropriate kit. Um, aside from that, just don't be a dick and just go with the event uh, and. And don't try and preempt. The big one is um, where guys go wrong, uh, in my experience, is when people try and preempt what's going to happen at an event. They don't just right. take it as it comes. They try and figure out what's going to happen next. And then if that doesn't happen, they get, they're like, well, why hasn't that happened? What, you know, or oh, nothing happened, nothing, nothing, nothing's happening, or, you know, the, the, the sort of um, the bad vibes start to come out. So, you know, if right. you're tasked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're tasked with doing something, I mean, we've had teams, we've tasked them to go out and do, um, we had a, a team, we tasked them to go out and do a, um, a clearance patrol in an area. They've done a clearance patrol. 
unbeknown to them, there was enemy spotted by another team in the village. They didn't hear it on the radio because the, the comms were broken. So they were tasked by the command right to alert enemy <coughs> forces, sit in this area. They were there for 15 minutes. And by pure coincidence, the Op 4 team had decided to... Uh, so we've got that mortar on our team, that that uh, blank fire and mortar that yeah. fires a twelve k. That's fucking weird. Is that one we've got like an ejector at the bottom? So, so you can drop the you can drop the blank shell out of it. Drop the blank shell out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen that video. So it uses a full here. size twelve gauge. That does, yeah. That's so wicked. whenever the guys are firing that, we basically say to them, right because of the flame that comes out of the end and the noise of it, you have to have DS with you when you're firing that thing. So, and then what happens is the DS will just call in where they've picked to fire it from, just from a safety point of view. We don't use that information or anything. And this one particular event we had, um, these guys were in a in a um, in a lurk position or an OP position, just waiting for further instructions, basically in the dark, in the middle of the night. And then our um, our DS that was with the Op Four radioed through and says, "Oh, we're going to do a, we're going to fire five rounds from the mortar from this grid reference." And when we looked at the map, I was like, I looked at Simon and went, holy shit, that other patrol's literally 100 metres away from where they're going to fire that from. This is going to be amazing. Because all they will see through the trees is this massive flame erupt, and they'll probably shit their pants. <laughs> and hopefully, a big battle will ensue. And um, they'd done the five rounds, and nothing happened. And then um, when we radioed through to this other team, their response was literally, oh, nothing was happening there, so we moved position. <laughs> you were there for 15 minutes. Fucking give it more time than that, you know. So you've got you've got to embrace the role that you're given, and mm. uh, you know, and um, and play it through and commit to it, you know. If you don't, if at the end of the event you think that's shit, just say, so come to us and say, look, this was shit because of this, 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 and this. But well, I mean, from what you're saying there, it's, it's put your put your trust in the organisation of the event. The reason yeah, you're you doing need, that you is you because to. there is yeah. a reason for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a fair um, shout, mate. You know, and if there's an issue, if you've got an issue, come come to us, and you know, come to us like a fucking grown man or woman, and you know, air your issue. Mm. But um, you know, don't just don't just sit there going, "Oh, it was shit," because it was shit, because it was shit. Give us a bit of feedback if you if you thought yeah. something, you know. Yeah, because I've, I've seen a few times where people have berated an event after they've been to it. Not 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 not. Or singling out your events or anything like that, but a, a event if you like, and it's been oh shit, I'm not going back there again. And it's like yeah, but fuck, why, mate? Why? And that's it. You want to hear nothing yeah. else from them? It's like oh shit, yeah. I'm not doing that again. It, like, it doesn't well, help you, anybody. You need to have a bit yeah. more input than that to have a warrant <clears throat> you it argument. Exactly, that's it. Exactly. If you thought it was shit, tell them. We yeah. just, uh, you know, if we ever get bad feedback or, um, and like I said earlier, you can't. We can't please everybody. No what There's no possible way we're gonna have. 100% of players happy with every single aspect. Um, mm. You know, we have quite a good feedback rate from the players that we speak to. We try and speak to every player as they leave the event and generally speaking, most of them shake our hands and say thanks for a good weekend. Um, you know, very, very rarely ever we had someone come to us face to face and say, look, you know, this this didn't we didn't feel this work sort of thing and when stuff like that does happen we we take it on board we make notes and we readjust if we feel it's something that can be adjusted sometimes it's shit that you know like oh the um non-hit taking thing that's one of the oh it's just a ball like, if you're gonna get it anywhere you, there's no getting around it yeah it's one of the yeah. things in it it's one of those things that we, we as much as we try and enforce that 
And we, mm. to be fair, we don't get much. We don't really hear many complaints of non-hit taking, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but it's one. And of those I don't things think any really site. I don't think any site or organisation will ever sort of cure that, mate. You know, it's not. A, you won't. I mean, I've been, for me, I've, I've been laced up in yeah. the day sack before. Yeah, I'm not, obviously yeah. not felt it, and I've I've I've, I've been like into cover like that, and I've been laced in the bag, and mate, he's gone. Mm. Oh, fucking it, you and lost it, and I was like, oh, hang on, mate, where? You know, I've, I've yeah. got no pain, I've got yeah. no whelps come up in my arms or anything like that. I hit you in your back. I've got a day sack on, bro. Come on, chill out, mate. Yeah. You've got me fair enough. I hold yeah. my hands up. If you've got me, if yeah. you saw you hit me, then I'll quite happily call for a minute yeah. now and I'll lay out on the floor. But I didn't yeah. feel it, so I, I, I apologize. Trainer, Do you know what yeah. I mean? I said, I said, guys, if you know, if you're if you're confident enough that you hit me to say to my, to me directly, mate, I hit you there. I'm going to mm. trust that you're being honest. And yeah, exactly, I'll take that's it. it. Exactly, that's the gentleman's yeah, side of it coming out. Unfortunately, not everyone not everyone takes that stance. <laughs> well, I did it on. We had a skirmish day for Mike's birthday at a site uh, last year, and um, I was hit out of the game, and I had comms on, and the boys were talking to me from where we was laid up. We was holding a line um, to the north of a particular area of this gaming zone. And um, uh, as I was walking back, I was walking past the marshal, and the boys were chattering away in the ear old, this, that, and the other old lance, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I said, lads, can't talk. I'm a dead man. I'm just going back to respawn now. And um, even the marshal said, fucking hell. So I've never, ever heard someone say that, especially when they've got comms. They're chatting away. Oh, I was just in, blah, 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 blah. I said, no. So, you know, fair play. And, and that's the part of the game. It, it, a massive part of the game is the mm. fair play side of it, the honesty, yeah. the yeah. respect, and you know what I mean? And treating it as, a, yeah. as it is, is a game. It is a game. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah, it's, most, most people follow those rules. You get the odd douche nozzle turns up sometimes, but unfortunately, <laughs> you can't fucking yeah, you <laughs> you can't can't weed them out until they turn up. Yeah, <laughs> variety is the spice of life, mate. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you got, you got one or two there just to mix it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, because well, we're um, we're coming nearly to the end. So, if anyone's got any last minute comments uh, or questions, if you want to just throw them in the chat quick, um, I will just say uh, happy birthday to Gaz. So uh, he's one of our regular listeners. So happy birthday, mate. Hope you had a good day. Happy birthday, guys. Many happy returns, um, birthday. Whilst we're waiting for any last questions to come in, I just want to remind people about our um, Milsim care bag giveaway or Milsim care package giveaway. Um, so something that... Oh, he's paused. Sorry, he's I'm back. back. Hello, um, welcome back, that... <laughs> Just Something we're working, with, working on with the member Foxtrot is... Um, uh, we're basically running a, a thing at the moment where we are giving away uh, effectively a meal sim in a bag. So it's pretty much a full meal sim kit, uh, sleep system, shelter system, cook system, all of that. Um, it's actually at this point probably a better kit than Lance or I have when we go yeah. out. <laughs> so, I'm staring um, at it now. We've, it's got, there. <laughs> we've got donations from like our listeners, uh, viewers, uh, private companies and the like. Um, and the way to nominate for that is if anyone wants to... Um, the, the idea is, is that if there's someone who's had a bit of a shit year, um, you know, or someone that f for whatever purposes hasn't had a chance to get into Milsim or anything like that, we kind of want to try and give people that opportunity. Um, so if anyone's got any idea of someone that they'd like to nominate, please do so at our email address, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Um, just pick us an email on there. If you just sort of explain who they are, sort of some of their circumstances and stuff. Um, and we are going to sort of collate those and try and give that away at, uh, I think, end of June, I think we said. That's right, so, yeah. um, Which is not going to be an easy task in itself because some of the emails that we've had so far, it's been fucking pretty hard. heartbreaking. It's pretty hard, yeah. It's, yeah. it's been hard to read some of it. So um, but hopefully well, we can put... get this one one bag, one full British Army Bergen, full of all the bells and whistles, all the goodies for everything you need to just get yourself out on the weekend. 
and um and and get away from it or get away from reality and of all the crap that we've had over the last sort of 13 months now or 14 months whatever it is of course we're giving up um and sort of get back to it and have a bit of fun that's the main thing about it do you know what i mean and we're not liking we're not asking you to like share subscribe and all that crap tag five people and give us your nan's maiden name don't want any of that it's just if you know someone who's had a really hard time of it who always deserving of this kit bag um then just send us an email and, and and give us a nomination and that's it yeah and we can even we'll even give it anonymous if needs be because the, some of the stuff that we've been hearing is pretty hard um yeah. so yeah, you know we're not it's not a publicity thing it's just we kind of just want to help so i'll put the email address at the end of the show again um <laughs> and the only other thing is i just wanted to thank nick pratt um so it's a, a new listener to the show who's found us in the week who sent me one of the nicest messages to say just thanks for thanks for doing these so just wanted to give him a bit of a shout out quick yep Fair um, time, Jim. yeah it's very nice but we have had we have had one last question mike uh from silly gilly Go on. Uh, so hi there can i ask mike what he thinks of snipers at milsims just a general question because i know actually um, this is a little bit loaded because obviously i know you had the slight issue with gillies at one yeah, point so i'm gonna throw that on there as well all that sort of business yeah Excuse me. Um, we didn't. We didn't really have. We didn't have a major issue with Gillies. It was just causing. Um, um, it was causing a bit of confusion. Some absolute throbotron on YouTube decided to turn it into some bigger issue than it was. But yeah, um, <laughs> it basically what happened was we had <laughs> we we allowed Gillies right. Uh, uh, so this was at the Battle Sims Mill Sims. We never banned Gillies at Milsims, okay? No, that's right. Um, we've never banned Mills, uh, Gillies at Milsims because to play as a sniper in the Milsim, you're not allowed to just cut about on your own doing whatever the fuck you want. You're part of a team. It, you know, it's a stru structured event. Battle Sims, however, the players sort themselves out. So we had issues where um, for about eight months at our events, we had um, guys in Gillies... People were getting confused. They were. Um, we had the odd player that was um, in a full ghillie and using it to his advantage, walking up to a, the uh, members of the opposing team who thought he was on their side and then shooting them last minute. Okay, we had that sort of thing. Then we had guys going into buildings, mainly at Bramley, um, seeing a, an enemy ghillie dub sniper there and ignoring them, thinking he was a friendly and it was causing issues there. So we basically said, right, we'd made the plan to say, all right, trousers, you need to show your, um, you need to wear your normal um, uh, team's colours on your legs. So mm. upper ghillie, absolutely fine. Um, lower ghillie, none. Just at our battle sims. Um, and that's purely from a point of view of allowing player identification. It's either that or we give your armbands, um, you know. Uh, mill sims, though. Uh, and our battle sims have done completely differently to our mill sims. Mill sims, not a problem if gilly. If you want to be a sniper in your section and wear a gilly, full gilly suit, um, crack on. It's absolutely fine. It's not not an issue at all because you'll be utilised in that role. Obviously, and, 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 and obviously from a mill sim point of view, you're going to have you, your section or your platoon, wherever you're going to be, in, is going to be aware of your location. Um, the rest of your friendly yeah. is going to be aware yeah, of your location. Yeah. So they're going to be looking yeah. for someone in that area. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's almost so, it's, almost, I mean, it's obviously about the PID, in, isn't it? Yeah. So our um, Gladius series, the Op Four were all civvies basically and insurgents, so they weren't wearing a military uniform. 
So mm. it was very easy. If the civvies rocked up and saw someone in a ghillie suit, it was clearly blue for. Mm. If blue for saw someone in a ghillie suit, it was clearly blue for. Um, the uh, op for for that series of events weren't allowed to wear any camouflage clothing. So, you know, if you if you rock up to a milsim and you're a gillied up sniper, okay, might be a case that we put you in an OP position and your section has to insert you um, into that position and then act as cover for you. So you can act as a sniper for that event. But yeah, mm. we've got no problems with gillies at our milsim events because obviously it's a structured event. We can incorporate that. We can not incorporate that. We can we can see fit. The battle sims, however, um, where and this is where the confusion comes from because the guy on YouTube didn't seem to realise what event he was at, and he said that we'd banned him at mill sims. Um, he didn't. He's never been to one of our mill sims. He's been to one of our uh, two of our battle sims. Um, so, right. I believe. So, bit of a misinformation. No with, yeah, yeah. I mean, after I spoke to him, he did. He changed some of his comments. Um, but you know, I believe uh, drama creates views, doesn't it? On YouTube. <laughs> so. oh, say no more, so. What about um, <laughs> what about snipers as a whole? Like, I don't have a problem with snipers. They can. Um, so there's a guy who's a sniper. Um, I forget his bloody name now. Uh, who played quite a bit on the Op Four team when we were uh, in the Gladius series, and you know, when he would get. He'd get into the village and you'd hear the guys would be like, fucking hell, the snipers out because he'd be picking off the 50 cow gunners. You know, I mean, I think he put a video up on YouTube and you can just see as the QRF trucks are moving down the alleyway, you can just see the QRF gunners like from here upwards. And you can see he fires around and it goes and it bounces off the guy's helmet and obviously he ducks down. And then that halts the whole, mm. um, it halts the whole patrol, you know. Um, so yeah, snipers. We've got no problem with snipers at all. Um, so at Milsim events, there the events are structured, so we get people to identify what role they're going to play um, to us, so that mm. we can we can write scenarios in there. So that guy Justin, I think his name's Justin. He Not came Oliver to us. Lee. And he was. I know, uh, was I know Oliver Lee. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Oliver Lee. Yeah, that, the exact guy there. So um, um, you know. Th- for one event we had, we said, right, get in the end of that street. If a patrol comes along, you know, take a couple of shots and bug out. And, you know, he, he, he did that a couple of times. And it adds to the, you know, if you've got a patrol going down the street, particularly when blank fires are used as well. Mm. Um, we had a couple of guys firing a blank fire. Uh, I think at one point we had him, him sitting there firing shots with his sniper at the same time as someone was firing a blank round just to create that. So that the uh, blue four team could try and identify where the building, uh, where the shots were actually coming from, mm. and uh, I, don't, I can't remember if they did or not, but um, yeah, it created some panic. So we've think, got problems. I mean, I think a sniper is, um, is is far better utilised in a milsim event than. I mean, obviously a skirmish. I mean, from my point of view, I'm not a yeah. sniper. I've never done. I've tried it. I, I couldn't get on with it. Um, but from my point of view, what I can see is a sniper, a skirmish event sort of thing per se is is more out for himself. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. That it's just him and his and his yeah, primary and his but, secondary. Uh, uh, yeah. But then uh, Milsim, I mean, he's more there. If he's attached to something, then he's there. Right. If I if I if I create a bottleneck here, that then gives this this section a, a chance to move up while I'm laying down cover and this that and the other. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. 
I mean, I, I love I love the idea of coming up against snipers at Milsim events now. I think I love it. It's brilliant because they're sneaky yeah, bastards, think, all of them. Even if they're new to yeah. sniping, they're still sneaky yeah. bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I think if, if people like different things, if your bag is crawling around, getting the odd shot here and there, um, mm. and sneaking around, then, you know, if that's what you enjoy in the game, that's absolutely fine. Let's say that, um, let's say we changed the rule on the battle sim purely from a player player identification point of view on the on the legs. And, you know, and every one of our regular players actually had no problem with that. That rule, when we changed that, made that rule change, no one actually cared. Um, I mean, it's a fair point. It's not that. unreasonable, is it? It's not like you're saying, oh, no, you can't wear them at all. It's, you know, it's mm. bottom mark. Yeah. You know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be covered yeah. in here by, by low-line vegetation, isn't it? So. Exactly. I mean, you can get yourself into a little sniper hide and cover your legs. Hmm. No problem, ninety percent of the time. So, um, yeah, we've got no problem with snipers. Um, you know, as long as, long as with any any role, as long as you're not being a dick and an intentional dickhead whilst you're um, whilst you're out <laughs> playing, the worst. then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a dickhead, you're a dickhead. It doesn't matter whether you've got a sniper rifle and an LMG or a or a you know assault rifle. Mm. <laughs> a dickhead's a dickhead. So. A dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> don't matter what they're all. <laughs> on that note, well, uh, that one we'll it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rage, Rage asked this question previously. Rage, I have already choked to Mike about Swish, and we'll be sorting them out with a couple packets of that well, the next yeah. time. Whether we he likes it or not, the next. Whether event. he likes it or not, yeah. <laughs> Prior to the main briefing, get that down, yeah. Some of that, yeah. So I don't so, like um, naked face down in a ditch. I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the last comment I'm going to leave to uh, Charlie Gaines. He just said, "Gladius Five, 2021, hands up." We definitely want that one to happen. So yeah, that good to me. There you go. Well, Lots Mike, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure having you on. No problem, yeah. man. Good to be here. And uh, yeah, hopefully, maybe we can have you again if you'd like to come back. So yeah, yeah, yeah no problem, mate. Be fantastic. We'll. Um, yeah, we'll uh, um, as soon as we get some dates for anything, we'll uh, we'll post those out. But uh, don't hold your breath because it might be a little while yet. But they are coming slowly. They'll be worth coming slowly. Cool. Well, uh, a, yeah, I've completely I'm forgotten what we're talking about next week. Lance. Putting the payment out. <sighs> I'm gonna wake up after a night shift one day, look at my phone, and it'll be like notification. I'll be like, "Oh Christ, there we go. <laughs> Game on." <laughs> Mike's put a date out. Let the, let the, let the, Hell's gates are open. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually dreading putting the date out. Putting a date out if we get one or when we get one. I'm, de- I'm dreading the uh, carnage that's going to ensue in my uh, emails, Facebook messages, and uh, I mean the, the, that last time. Uh, yeah, the last time it crashed our bloody website. I think I might go old school in the next yeah, we, we sold out just eight minutes. Just handwritten letter straight through the post here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we go, Lance. Um, yes, Mike. 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 Yeah. Is he yeah. frozen? Mike. No, no, can you get a um, screenshot? Can you get a screenshot yeah, of me sure, and Lance? Mate. Yeah, no worries. I just want to get my picture with him. Ah, you I motherfuckers. Just... I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, didn't know you got me hook, line, and sinker. I thought it might have been the beards, and it's when it was that fucking event. I wish I'd never gone to that fucking event now. 
worries, guys. If you ever see Lance out on the field, <sighs> please ask him for a photo. That'd be awesome. Cool. Right, we're going to have to call it a day. <laughs> so, uh, thanks, Mike, for joining us. Uh, next week, I think Cheers, we're going to be talking about headgear. Um, yeah, I think we'll talk about headgear next week. So uh, Headgear? Oh, that sounds really fucking ominous. Helmets, hats, and all that stuff before it gets Talking about helmets. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Good night. All best. <laughs>